Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody. Hour number two of Oilers Now. It is currently 6.05 in Edmonton. Oilers Now is brought to you by World of Spas. They can, after a long day, World of Spas offers stubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas. Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. We're going to head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Remind you, the River Cree Resort and Casino, excitement open, uh, excitement bet on it. It's open 24-7, 365. As every Friday, we go to our Throwback Friday segment for Conlon Motorsports. They'll help you get out there. Visit one of Conlon Motorsports' four locations across the province of Alberta or online at conlonmotorsports.ca. We welcome back to the show, Throwback Friday, Edmonton sporting icon, former uh, heavyweight champion, NHL Montreal-based media personality, George LaRock. Hello, George. How are you? Very good, Bob. How are you? Good. We have a little bit of reverb, just so you know. Uh, but i got to ask you this, first of all. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers, they fired Jay Woodcroft. Stuart Skinner's making some stops, but the team, from my perspective, looks like they're playing a little bit differently. They've, uh, they were minus 19 in goal differential before they played Washington last Friday. They're down to minus 5. They won four straight games. But what do you see, George? I know you're watching the Oilers play. Yeah, no, I watch every game, Bob. And, uh, you know, I was, uh, you know, like everyone, I was a bit worried because, you know, there's stats about Thanksgiving. If the team is out in Thanksgiving, um, you know, 75% of the team are out of the playoffs. I kind of knew that the others, they would figure it out because there's too much talent on that team. Um, but, you know, I think it's more desperation because now, knowing that they, they, they dug such a deep hole in it, I think that now the coach's system is simple because, you know, if the goalie cannot make the save, you got to be a little tighter defensively. So I think altogether they do a better job defensively to not give too much equality chance to the opposition. And, uh, you know, and guys are playing hard. I, I think guys were always playing hard, but they weren't as uh, focused on playing, like, on the defensive part as they used to, like, as they are now, because now they know that every game, every goal is so crucial. So they still have a bit to climb, not as much as in the beginning of the season, but still, um, you know, Bob, uh, the fact that the Oilers are actively looking for a goalie and it's known around the league, um, it's known that they know that even though they're winning right now, they're not saying that what they have in net so far is the solution. Yeah, well, they are winning. 
they are giving up fewer shots. Uh, they've got some, uh, the penalty killing has been uh, much better. It's around 90% uh, since Mark Stewart took it over. Usually you need your guardian to be your, your goaltender uh, to be, uh, you know, your, your best penalty killer. Uh, I, what I notice, George, is they're, they're more patient in games. They don't seem to get rattled as much or unnerved as much. And it's allowing them to stay in games that are, you know, close. I mean, the 3-1 win against Winnipeg, that was an impressive win last night. I mean, they didn't have, like, McDavid couldn't buy a call for the first 50 minutes of that game. Um, you, you know, and they didn't, Winnipeg had three power plays. Edmonton only had one. The Oilers got a game tire from Nurse, who looks like a different defenseman. They got on the power play, and then it was a classic Bouchard to McDavid to dry settle for the eventual game winner. I just wonder whether or not sometimes, like you played for Kevin Lowe, and you often talked about how great you thought Kevin was as a coach. By the way, Kevin played all four lines, didn't he? Yeah, he did, because uh, with the hard-nosed Oilers hockey, it was like all four lines have to finish their check. So, and you were down on a team when you, when all four lines are playing full of energy and everybody's hitting, right? It makes a big difference. But also, we have to be honest, Bob. One of the big reasons why the Oilers also turned it around is because of McDavid. You think? You know, McDavid was playing hurt, so just so people know. And uh, the fact that he's getting healthier and healthier, we all saw what happened when he's close to 100%. Because McDavid in one leg is better than 90% of the NHL. But now that he's getting healthy, uh, I think people kind of forgot how good that he was and how you, you have to know that McDavid is not a point of guy player. He's a two-point-a-game guy. Guy. So now he's catching up. He'll win the heart rough again this year. But, you know, when McDavid is fully healthy, it changed the entire team. It worries me a bit, the fact that we need him so much. But, as you said, against, like, against Winnipeg, you know, we won. And sometimes it's not going to be because of the top gun. And, and that's what you need. You need sometimes secondary scoring. And, and, but, but, Bob, you know, it feels that every time I talk to you about this, we always come back to the same, same, same thing. But the goal, goaltending, yeah. with no goaltending, even if they make the playoff, which they should this year, this is not a playoff team. This is a Stanley Cup team. And with no goaltending, you can't do that. All right, so George, let's go to the Montreal Canadiens, who today signed Montebello to a three-year contract extension. What does that potentially mean for um, Jake Allen or theoretically Caden Primo? Okay, so that signing is huge. That signing is huge because everybody, everyone knew that if he tested a market on July 1st, he was going to get $4 million a year. Like, a team was going to give him that because there's a lot of teams that are looking for goaltending right now. So the fact that Montreal signed him under $10 million for the next three years is gold. And not just that, but his value is up. Because not saying that they're going to trade him, but trading Montembeau with a contract like this, he's worth a lot. Because he's a good goalie that could pretty much fit and cast space a team that needs a goalie. So now looking at now that situation, because they have three goalies now, which one they're going to move? Well, they're afraid of sending Primo to the waivers because if they do, uh, they know that the Flyers, because they keep Primo that played there, they're going to pick him up. So we heard the Flyers are interested, and some of the yeah, like some of the team would be interested in picking him up. And Jake Allen, unfortunately, because of his contract and next year, um, I don't think he's interesting to any teams now because Cassett is too high and there's another year next year. So, um, you know, I, I don't know what they're going to do because 
you know, they could see trying with um, Montembeau and Primo. If they could get rid of Allen, are they going to buy him, buy him out? I don't know. But there's one guy that has been, you know, talking about that that's what the team should go. They should go after Askarov. And the others should go after Askarov too. Askarov is an amazing goalie and is going to be a number one goalie for years to come. So I know that Saros is going to sign an extension with Nashville yeah. and Askarov is going to be available. So now where's the others? I would jump on there to get a duo Askarov with, with Skinner, you know, a young dynamic duo because, uh, you know, soon he'll be Delft and whatever teams are going to jump on that sweet stake, they're going to be missing out. George, did you watch the Montreal game against L.A. last Saturday? They didn't touch the puck. Like, L.A. is so good. Montreal looked like a bunch of kids. L.A. is so good. Like, they're big guys. They're fast. They're skilled. They're well coached. Yeah. No, yes, they are. But they have everything. You know, Quentin Byfield, like, now, you know, it often says that bigger guys, it takes a bit of time to oh, figure it out. Well, George, I'm the guy that said he's got a chance to, you know, like everyone's all Stussel is way better than him. I'm like, just wait until he's 26, 27. Who's better? Yeah. No, you know what? You're 100% right because the way that Quentin is playing right now, and it's funny because I was uh, in L.A. a couple weeks ago and talking to the team and, and I saw him, and I was looking at him practice. His confidence, his skill, the size that he has, it's amazing. You look at all this team, and even Dubois is doing much better now that they separated from uh, – uh, they put him in a different line because uh, he was playing with that what, – what's that kid that's very fast in, uh, in, in L.A. there? He's, uh, he used to be in Minnesota before. Um, he drives the net all the time. He's a small forward, very fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot his name, but anyway, he was playing with Dubois, and, and they were telling me that one they separated it. Dubois goes more to the net. He's getting much Kevin more now. Fiala? So, yeah, Fiala. That's right. right. Yeah. Because when he was playing with Fiala, uh, Fiala was always driving the net. Dubois would just feed him. He wouldn't skate to the net. Once they separated him, so it changed the entire dynamic of the team. So now Dubois is more of a force. I'm, so, yeah. I'm, I'm glad L.A. Got, a, got Dubois because that takes L.A. out of dry sidle for me. Okay. Oh, and, yeah. Right? And I want Boston to get Elias Lindholm because the team that concerns me for Leon Dreisettle uh, that might be able to make a play is the Boston Bruins. I mentioned the matchup because, you know, Mark, like Knobloch spent, Chris Knobloch spent 12 seasons as a head coach. He won in the WHL. He won a WHL title. He won an OHL title. He won with a defensive team in the WHL. He won with an offensive team in the OHL. Um, he's coached in the American League. He got three rounds of the playoffs in last year. Kelly McCrimmon, who just won the Stanley Cup, maybe he said it best. Uh, he said, Bob, uh, this is what I can tell you about Chris. General managers like coaches that win games, and he wins games. But he touched all the bases. And I'm looking at Montreal right now, and they've been flat, George. Now, they don't have Doc, who was supposed to be their second-line center, but they've been flat for a while, haven't they? Like They're not really going right now, are they? Well, you know, they much always have good being of the season because, you know, they're small, fast team. And then teams, as you know, in exhibition game, guys are so not playing that it takes a couple games to, for your team to get going. So now that teams are getting going for Montreal, it, it's tough. It is tough. And at the same time, Coalfield is, is cold. He's, yeah, he scored last game, but 
you know, um, you know, they're expecting much more offensively from here. Like goal, they got goal the wise. coldest guy in the entire league, George. Uh, George, you yeah. know that it's unbelievable. Yeah. They got the cold, and he's five and a half million dollars, and I've loved him, and now I'm concerned about him. And I yeah, just, you know, Josh you know, Anderson. The fans are a bit on Josh Anderson now because the problem is not just the fact that he makes five point five million and he has no goals and and he has two assists. He has no goals. Jerry has more goals than he does. Um, the thing is, when you look at Josh Anderson play, he's not hitting, he's not fighting, he's not using his body to go to the net. He was. I don't know why they were doing that, but Martin Saint Louis. It kept putting him in the power play, not in front of the net, on the sideboard. That, that guy is not a sideboard guy, like rolling the puck, like finding scenes and stuff. He's a crash and bang player that drives the net. So he was one of the top 30 forwards with the power play ice time, and he wasn't scoring. So now they took him off the power play finally, and I think they talked to him because last game we saw vintage Josh Anderson against Florida. Even though he didn't score, for the first time of the year, he was hitting guys. He was intimidating. He even fought. Ketchup went after him once because he was hitting too much. That's the Josh Anderson that's going to have success if he wants to score and be a force out there. So it took 22 games for him to figure it out. I have faith in him because he's big, he could skate, he could fight. But yes, his start is disappointing. And if he would have a couple more goals, Canadian would have a couple more wins. But again, the team is not expecting to make the playoff, Bob. You know, they're talking about developing. The good news is Slavkovsky is doing much better. There's less and less talk about sending him to the minors because he's using his body a bit more. He looks more like an NHL player. So, you know, they just have to get those young guys to play a bit more. You know, Jaden Strobel has been really good at D since he's been called up. He's playing very physical. So, you know, it's good. The young core of the young D Corps, when Montreal Canadiens, the D Corps is good for a long time. It's just that now they got to find talented wingers to play uh, with those young guys. Well, you just you mentioned Josh Anderson. You talk about guys getting out of their comfort zone, George. And Evander Kane did that here. He wasn't scoring early. He got fights in back-to-back games, and he didn't. He didn't sit there and step up for and fight because somebody ran McDavid and Drysaddle. He went and stepped up and went after Brandon Duhame, who took two runs at Derek Ryan. And said after the the second time he ran him, he said that's it. And then he worked him over. He worked Duhame over. Do you know who leads the NHL in hits right now? No, Evander Kane. Evander Kane, and he's got 11 no. goals. He's the only guy in the league with 10 plus goals and 50 plus hits. But he doesn't have 50 hits. He has 86 hits. He's got the most hits in the entire National Hockey League, George. That that, that, is, that is impressive. That is impressive because I remember a couple of games ago when, well, oh, I, maybe 10 games ago when he wasn't playing so well and and he wasn't playing and then and then he won fight and he said, well, if I'm not playing, I might as well fight and be useful out there. So you can see that the guy cares and you'll do whatever it takes to help this team win. And, and it's amazing because, uh, you know, as you don't, you know, he's a top six forward that is there to score goals. But, you know, to hit and to have more, and especially in Edmonton, when you hit, you get the crowd going, it makes a huge difference. To take advantage of all my advantage, you got to get the crowd going. And too many times, Bob, when I went to Edmonton and I watched the game, you could hear a fly sometimes. There was no atmosphere. So when Kane brings it up like that, it gets the fans going. When the fans are going, gives energy to the team. The team is going. So he sure is an amazing player to pick that up and bring that intensity because any 
physical hockey gets fans going, and it's amazing in Edmonton. We're joined by George LaRock, our Throwback Friday uh, segment brought to you by Conlon Motorsports. They'll help you get out there. Visit one of Conlon Motorsports for locations across Alberta or online at conlonmotorsports.ca. So Edmonton has started to play a little bit better. George is right. Connor McDavid putting up 13 points during the four games helps out. They've started to stop the puck a bit. The Canadians are taking on a little bit of water right now, George. Who do you like around the league? What team do you think is pretty good? You know, um, there's, there's, there's a couple of things that are pretty that, that I pretty impressed. First of all, Detroit. Detroit, you look at that team, and everybody was kind of wondering what Arzaman was doing. He's supposed to be rebuilding, and he kept for two years. He was adding veteran to that team, and now Patrick Kane. It looks like this team's going to be making the playoff. We were laughing at Shanahan in the beginning when he got in with that team, not knowing the move that he was doing. And now look at the, the Detroit right now. They might be making the playoff. They have a run of finishing on top of the division. And what about Boston? Like Boston Bruins, how do you lose Bergeron, your captain, Krejci, Orlov? How do you lose these guys and you're in the top in the NHL like this? How does Boston do that every single year? Because they play with because top. they play with structure and process in their game, George, and they can go back to that when they don't score. It, Vegas is the same way. When Vegas isn't scoring, they play that zone. So Bruce Cassidy brought the zone defense from Boston to Vegas. Their goaltenders, they got Sean Burke. He's the best goalie coach out there. Their two goalies were 932 and 922 coming into the two games in Alberta this weekend. They got the top save percentage. Both teams can defend. And if you can defend, you can win games. That's why, George. But, but also, you know that both, like, they have the best tandem goalies in the NHL. And all the team would dream to have one of these two goalies under, as their number one. That's why Boston could be in big trouble because they have to resign. They have to resign them. And, uh, you know, that's going to be tough to keep both of them. But that's an amazing recipe when you have two good number one goalie like this. George, great stuff. Thanks for joining us on Oilers Now. Have a terrific Friday night. You too. Thank you, brother. All right. That is George LaRock. It is 622 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you coming up. Uh, we are going to have our prospect report. Uh, but we will tell you. That guests and orders now receive gift cards to Japanese Village, now open for lunch at Edmonton South and West Edmonton Mall. Japanese Village is an afternoon celebration for the census. Visit jvedmonton.ca. We'll take a timeout. 623 in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now. Our prospect report, which is presented twice a week in Oilers Now by Reface Magic. And here's Brennan Escott. Hi, Bob. Well, uh, we didn't see Brady Stonehouse get enough traction in the beginning part of the season to get an invite to, or uh, at this point, I don't think he's getting an invite to Canada's camp. Why do I say that now? Because I'm reading a lot of the pre-camp projections and, and, and roster invitees, and, and with Ottawa, he's just not near it right now. Bo Aikie's uh, hurt, so he's not collecting any stats. Uh, it was nice to see Raph Lavoie down in the minor leagues pick up that game winner, um, or game tying goal, I should say say earlier this week i wonder what the encore act might be in a pair of games against uh, Dal- or texas rather tonight and tomorrow otherwise uh, you've got matt capone who is working his way through a merrimack college season doing uh, pretty well with 16 points and 13 games entering the weekend yeah uh, xavier burgo way too quiet in the minors right now as well i gotta get him going 
All right, with close to 35 years of business, Brentridge Ford has many long-term loyal customers, and it's Christmas season. If you currently own an F-150, you can get up to 16000 off of a new F-150 this holiday season. If you want to be treated fairly at every aspect of vehicle ownership and get an award-winning service, reach out to our friends at Brentridge Ford, 780-352-6048. Ask for Rich, Johnny, and Uncle Milt in sales, or Kevin, Margie, and Mike in service. Remember, cars cost less than Metasquin. It is Teddy Bear Toss Night. The Everett Silver Tips are in town. General Manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Kurt Hill will join us after a global news weather traffic update with David Bowles.